Good evening. So you're making a cup of coffee on Shabbos. You know the halachas of Bishel, so you take a cup of water from the urn, that's your klisheni, pour it into another cup, that's your klishlishi, and you're going to stir in your instant coffee into that klishlishi, um, and it's going to turn the color of coffee. It's going to turn brown. So is that a problem of tzaveya? Are you coloring that water? So the Mechaber Paskin's Ein Tzviya the Mechaber Shulchan says that when you're dealing with food, there is no issue of tzaveya. It's not a problem. His examples are you can put saffron in your food, even though clearly that has a major color change, adds a major color change to the food. You can take a piece of challah and dip it in a glass of wine. You're changing the, the color of the challah. There's no issue of tzaveya when it comes to food. So why, why not? You could argue and say, well, I'm not trying to color the food. I just want the flavor of the ingredient. I'm putting saffron in my food, in my rice, in my soup, because I like the flavor. That's generally why one puts ingredients into food. The only problem with that is we mentioned yesterday that if, even if you're not intending to do tzavea per se, but you're, if you're coloring, you're coloring. It's still potentially an issue. So why don't we say that over here? So some want to say that food inherently is not, it's not, a, it's not a palette. It's not something that you try to color. Yes, you put ingredients in food and it does, the, the ingredients do change the color of the food, but that's not your primary intention. When you're putting cocoa powder in a batter to make chocolate cake, you are not trying to make brown cake, you're trying to make chocolate cake. It happens to be brown, and of course you want it to be brown, but that's not your primary intention. If you remember Crystal Coke um, was a disaster, so people do want the color. Nobody wants to drink Coke that isn't brown. But on the other hand, the, the intention of putting their caramel, whatever that makes, gives it that color, is of course for the flavor. That's your primary intention, it's not Sevea and it's not an issue. Um, there are people who dissent. There are people who disagree with the Shulchan Aruch. And the, the discussion, what this centers around, is there's a Gemara in Shabbos that says the following. The Gemara says that if you slaughter an animal on Shabbos, what are you chay for? In what way will you mechal Shabbos? Obviously, you slaughtered an animal, which is one of the Thurnai Malachas. But the Gemara says you're also chay for Tzaveya. What's the Tzaveya? What's the coloring? Um, when you... When you um, slaughter the animal, so blood goes on the, the, the neck, um, and that meat is going to be very red, and people want to see red meat, because the redder it is, the fresher it looks, so you want that, that color to be there, so that's surveyor. the Gemara says that's surveyor. so the Tosis red, red says so, you see, there's surveyor ba'ochlin, because this is, this is meat, this is food, and the, and the, the Gemara says that's a problem of surveyor. so the Tosis red says, I believe, yes, surveyor ba'ochlin, I believe it's a problem, because of this Gemara, others disagree and say, you can't actually eat that meat, so that meat that's now got blood all over it, it has to be kasher. So right now, it's not echlen. It's not ro'il achila. You cannot eat it. I guess, by the way, when you kasher that meat, I guess it still stays red. Otherwise, people wouldn't do this. It would be no point. But point being that at the time that the blood goes on the meat, it's not food yet, not fitting food for a Jew. So the others say that there's no rye from here, that there's a problem with today about echlen because it's not echlen. But again, the Shulchan Paskins that it is mutter. Um, if you want to be makbed um, on, and be careful with Sevea Ba'echlin, some say you should. Mishabur actually brings in other places that there is reason to be machmir. So how can you avoid, you're making a cup of coffee, how can you avoid the problem of Sevea Ba'echlin? So some say that all you have to do is reverse the order. So instead of putting your cup of coffee into your klishlishi, which is going to color the water, you can put the coffee crystals in first, and then pour from your klisheni into the klishlishi. It's an official discussion, but it's technically, it's okay, you can do that. Why is that okay? You're still coloring the water. So the understanding is you're now, instead of coloring the water, you're diluting the coffee. 
Uh, we still don't consider that surveyor. Yes, it has the same results, but it isn't the process of surveyor, it's the process of dilution. The same issue, is, by the way, is discussed when it comes to Seder night. So on Seder night, you're supposed to use red wine. What happens if you don't have red wine? Let's say you have white wine, or your white wine is better, you like the white wine better, and you just want to add a little bit of red wine in order to color it. So the Mishaburah says over there also, it's better not to, it's, it's good to be machmir, not to put the red wine into the white wine, because you're coloring it, and you're doing it for the purposes of coloring. So rather, what you should do is... Um, Put the, white, put the red wine into the glass first and then pour the white wine in and that is dilution, that's not considered coloring. It should just be said that if somebody is adding an ingredient to food on Shabbos for the sole purpose of coloring, that is of course an issue. So if you're using edible food coloring and pouring it into your ice cream so that your ice cream is now purple because your kids like purple ice cream, that's a problem because that's not an ingredient that's being used for flavor, that's not part of this discussion, that's purely for coloring um, and that, that, that would be an issue of today. Have a good night.